As the sun set, the sky turned a beautiful combination of pink and orange. It was time to put up all the animals on your small little farm. The rooster talked to you the whole time you were counting the hens. Everyone was accounted for. The goats gently headbutted your leg as you did their head count. Again, everyone accounted for. As you made your way to the sheep's pen, something big flies over your head. The wind shear alone was enough to knock you back. A little dazed, you get up and dust yourself off. That's when you hear the sheep starting to make a lot of noise. Fearing the worst, you pick up the axe you were using for firewood earlier and make your way to the field. Reaching the fence, your jaw drops. You set the axe down and just stare. It definitely won't be helping you. Standing in the field, eyeing your sheep, was a huge four-legged creature. Reddish-brown scales covered its body and tail. Two large wings held themselves out, as if the creature was always prepared to take off. A sturdy horned head watched your sheep frantically run back and forth, looking for any escape along the fence. No one was going to believe you. The dragon then turned its focus on you. Your eyes go to the size of dinner plates. Hopefully, you are not the dragon's next meal. Beg your pardon. I didn't know these were your sheep. A deep, gravelly voice shook your bones. Too stunned to speak, you continue to scare. Stare. Excuse me. He spoke again. The same deep, growling voice. Are these your sheep? Yes, you managed to set her out. My apologies. He nods to you and flies off, creating a small little whirlwind in the field. You continue to stand there, contemplating what just happened. Hello, our listeners. It is me, Lorna. And I am joined by, I'm going to introduce you, Kyle, since you don't feel good and you have no voice. Thank you. And me, Drew. Drew. Hey, I just I like saying me because by now they know who that Giles. is. <laughs> um, as you guys have probably gathered today, I'm going to be talking about dragons, more specifically, Western dragons. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, I've been sick for the last week, so I apologize if you hear some weird sounds coming from me. (laughs) I promise I didn't give my cold to Kyle. We live, like, too far apart for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys ready? Yeah, Kyle, I'm sending you a a picture that should make you laugh, make you feel better. (laughs) All right. Dragons play an integral part of modern-day fantasy. But their modern beauty and elegance was not always that prevalent. Today, we are exploring the history of what is known as Western dragons. The term dragon comes from few amalgamations of old languages. Dracon, which is Greek, meaning serpent or giant sea fish. So that kind of makes sense. Draco is Latin for huge serpent which would also become the name of the constellation in the northern circumpolar constellations. And almost every fantasy dragon. Yeah. Yeah. And then the actual term dragon is Old French. 
would have never thought I would have been like, hey, that's old English. No, old French. It's the same thing with fairy. Fairy is technically old French. Hmm. Yeah. All right. No matter the origin of the word, dragons are depicted throughout history. And I am talking way far back. Ancient Mesopotamia is often described as the cradle of civilization. There are several depictions of large serpentine or draconic creatures and beasts. In ancient Greece, a beautiful civilization of scholars and art had many tales of... Hold on a second. I apologize. Somebody uh, talk about, you know, what, what they think of ancient Greek dragons. Right. Well, Drew I, muted himself. I was eating a chip real fast. Um, <laughs> I'm more so here to learn. I only know about the pop culture ones. Okay. Well, I, since I'm back, sorry I had to do a mom thing. Uh, mom things. Yeah, mom things. There you go, Kyle. <laughs> Larry, that should make you feel better. <laughs> that was cute. That's 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 actually that's actually a mod for when I get into my dragon. Okay. Well, as I said, in ancient Greece was a beautiful civilization of scholars and artists, and they had many tales of dragons. One of the first mentions of a quote unquote dragon was in the Iliad. Agamemnon had a blue dragon motif on his sword belt and a three and a three headed one on his breastplate. Now, when I say dragon before talking about the modern depiction, it's usually some kind of beast or creature that has either like a very large serpentine body or even just like maybe serpentine head. Um, and that actually kind of goes into my next one. Theogeny featured a battle between Zeus and Typhon. Typhon was a beast with a hundred serpent heads that could breathe fire. I know about Typhon. Yeah, that's, that, I mean, come on, fire breathing is the first mention of a fire breathing dragon uh, or, dra or a draconic creature. Uh, <laughs> Herodotus, Greece, the Greek historian Herodotus stated that Libya was inhabited by monstrous serpents with bat-like wings. Mm -hmm. During the Roman Empire, <laughs> Kyle's doing his, 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 his wings with his hands. <laughs> I was right. What? Sorry. Okay. Uh, you, you mentioned Typhon. He's the main bad guy in Immortals Phoenix Rising. Oh, there you go. I was like, why the fuck do I know that name? <laughs> uh, during, during the Roman Empire, one of the most powerful empires to exist. I say one of, because there were several other. Heracles slew the Hydra, and I'm sure everybody knows who the Hydra is. They're the bad guys in Captain America. There you go. <laughs> I knew Cut off one head, two more grow in its place. Hydra. <laughs> but no, it's the multi-headed creature that had serpent, large serpentine-like heads. In Pindar's fourth Pythion Code, Jason's golden fleece is guarded by a dragon. And let's get this here. 
even in the Christian Bible, there are tales of, in both the Old and New Testament, there are mentions of either great serpent beasts like the Leviathan in the Old Testament. And a lot of times there has, he, that the Leviathan has been uh, described with wings or just large and spiny and scaly. I mean, that, that describes a dragon. <laughs> and then uh, in the book of Revelation, you have the great red dragon. But, you know, Christianity did its thing and, you know, basically called the great red dragon Satan. Everything became Satan. Yep. Now, that was just a brief pre like classical era before common era description of like dragons and kind of history for that. The next two sections that I'll be talking about go into a much deeper and a much more popular prevalent symbolism and history of dragons and folklore of dragons first one we're going to talk about because i'm kind of doing this in a timeline i don't know if you guys noticed <laughs> we're going to be talking about norse mythology and culture one civilization was known to both fear and respect the power of the dragon an embodiment of chaos and destruction but again also great power Dragons were used as an important part of Norse symbolism. They often put them on their in, on the ends of their longships to strike fear into the cities that they would pillage. I mean, come on, if you're if if you're sitting here, a little English friar or monk, just trying to clean up, and you look over the horizon, you see this great longship with a dragon's head. The first thing you're going to see is a dragon's head. So you see this dragon's head coming out of the fog of the sea. It's gonna be a little intimidating. So they they did this well. Then <laughs> all the um, naked men come out and fight. They're not all naked. Where'd you hear that? The berserkers. No. <laughs> Don't ruin my naked Viking fantasy. <laughs> Um, one thing to note is that Norse dragons did not have tails. So again, it goes back into that serpent, that very large serpent. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's sticking with me. <laughs> okay. Now, the Norse uh, had three main tails of dragons. Not dragon tails, we're getting to that later, but tails of dragons. The first one, and probably the most well-known one, would be of Jormungandr, also known as the Midgard Serpent, who would begin to unravel from the earth as Ragnarok begins. Next, you have Nidhogg, the dragon who circles and gnaws constantly at the roots of Yggdrasil. Anybody know what Yggdrasil is? World tree. Yay! Way to go, Drew. <laughs> uh, but yes, it's the tree that holds the nine worlds. Now, another sign of Ragnarok is when 
Yggdrasil starts to yellow from being gnawed on constantly. So we got two dragons that are going to bring about Ragnarok so far. And then, you know, we have who gets released? Uh, Fenrir. Hey, way to go, Drew. You were on it today. <laughs> All right, I have one more Norse dragon to go over. Uh, two things on that. Uh-huh. One, you can thank my love of Norse mythology. Two, <laughs> you can thank God of War. There you go. Uh, now I have one more Norse dragon and this is called, this one's called Fafnir. This one is actually one, one of the, Fafnir? no, Fafnir. (laughs) (laughs) F-A-F-N-I-R. Sorry. (laughs) Excuse me. This one is a little different, has no tie to Ragnarok. I promise. I looked. This particular dragon was the poison-breathing dragon that was born of greed and the curse of Anvaris of the Anvaris ring. He was slain by Sigurd. So if you ever hear the, the legend of Sigurd, that's the dragon. I don't know and that legend. It's actually a really good one. Um, I, I totally would give it a give it a read or just a a, a brief synopsis look over now now we get into what everybody knows a dragon a western dragon looks like excuse me medieval dragons medieval europe saw the birth of the modern western dragon the time between the 11th and 13th centuries so one the year 1000 to 1200s because you always got to add that one like i said the time between the 11th and 13th centuries was the height of europe's interest in living dragons during the 12th century a welsh monk jeffrey monmouth wrote his historia regium Britannae. in it he told of merlin <coughs> who advised warlord vortigan that he could not build atop a mountain known as Mount Snowden because two dragons slept under the fountain. Under the foundation, excuse me, not the fountain. But they slept in a pool under the foundation. Uh, this tale is actually told in the Merlin miniseries that stars uh, Sam Neill, which I will be talking about later too. <laughs> One of the oldest, at least recognizable images of a dragon, of a dragon comes from an illustration produced around 12... 12 60 CE. CE means common era. It basically, it took the scholarly, it took the religion out of, you know, after death. Um, so if you hear me say BCE, it's before common era. If you hear me say CE, it's common era. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You can, you can actually thank my high school art history teacher for that. She was awesome. She was awesome. Uh, I'm going to go on a little tangent here. Like, I was able to take art history the same year that we went to Europe. And her, the experience in her class made that trip so much more enriching. Um, 
she she was a wonderful wonderful instructor she made brookies like once a month like twice a month and like i'm talking those suckers were thick and like they were not like dried out brownies or cookies or, or like anything um it was very rare because you know we we would go over slides and so lights would be down and you you'd kind of focus on on that slide it was very rare that a student fell asleep in her class because she was that engaging but like one of the one of my favorite things she always said was like you fall asleep and I'm releasing my alligator to eat your feet and like if if she saw somebody like starting to nod off she goes oh I'm gonna send the alligators out alligators are coming I don't know why I just thought it was so funny Oh, good teachers are good teachers. <laughs> All of my teachers <clears throat> suck. I, mm, I had about 20, 20, 30% of like really good, really, really good teachers, but I could go on about that for days. All right, now, what are we? here we are. During this era, dragons were often depicted as living along rivers and in caves, which is not much different from today, right? Also, they used to use livestock and some humans as offerings. Again, not far from today. <laughs> uh, dragons even appear in Eastern European folklore. Slavic, Ukrainian, Russian stories all speak of some type of dragon creature. Even Dracula. Dracula means son of Dracul. Son of the dragon. Ta da! <laughs> now, dragons don't just appear in folklore and fairy legends, they are huge pieces of country symbolism and heraldry. Dragons and their smaller two legged cousins. What are they, Drew? <laughs> Wyverns? Yeah. Sorry, I've been they, snacking. All good, all good. They appear all over crest and coat of arms. They are there to symbolize a most valiant defender of treasure. And they also boast a strong meaning, meaning of courage. I have a trivia question for you guys. What country features a massive Western dragon on their flag? Is it Welsh? Wales, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Like I said, sorry if you hear weird noises. I'm getting over a cold. Any questions so far? Any comments? You guys enjoying this history lesson? Because I am. <laughs> this is only half. This is part one. All right. And like I said, we are going over only Western dragons today. Now, modern dragons, which are, like I said, the descendant of medieval forms of dragons. So, you know, legs, giant wings, all of that. The, they still have those serpentine features, but it's, this is where you get into the more lizard styles, which is why there's a ton of lizards named, you know, some type of dragon. Now. Modern dragons are 
everywhere from literature to movies, tabletop games like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, obviously. And That's video why I games. Silent. <laughs> video games. There is like... rarely Skyrim. What? Video games like Spyro the Dragon. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, he, he got to do D and D. I'm gonna go fight again. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. But there is rarely a fantasy experience that does not in t- include some type of dragon. Like I am bound and determined to get a a tiny little dragon pet for myself in our D and D game. I want one. One more level. Ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> but descriptions of dragons range especially modern ones range in size color type you have so many options so many possibilities it is really up to your imagination you can have green little spring dragons that look like leaves that live in meadows you can have these giant rock dragons that are like if they move it looks like molten lava under under their scales like you have so many options. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I, ha- I have a dragon tattoo. Of course, I love dragons. I have a dragon tattoo. Actually, I think my dragon tattoo was my second tattoo that I ever got. It just goes to tell you something. <sighs> All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Now that I have gone through the history of these wonderful beasts. Let's go, uh, let's go into some pop culture. You guys ready for pop culture? We're going to talk about a whole list of like some of my favorite uh, pop culture dragons, the guy's favorite pop culture dragons. Like, and there, I was, I had to reach deep into my memory. I'm just like, I have liked dragons for a long time. Um, but I'm going to start, I'll start if you guys, I mean, I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> My absolute favorite dragon movie is Dragonheart. I will die on this rock. I love this movie so much. It's full of camp and cheese and Sean play. Connery. And uh, well, of course, Sean Connery voices Draco. Draco is my all time favorite dragon. Which to be fair. Um, Kyle, don't. I said to be fair. Oh, he's not uh, feeling good enough for that. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I know he's going to do it in his head, though. That's okay. Uh, I did not know it was Sean Connery at first. Yes. I was just like, this voice sounds familiar. I even like, and I was oh, like him at what, 97, 98? I think so, yeah. So I wasn't even 10 years old, and I'm just like, I love this movie. And the fact, like, the... 96. Oh, wow. So I was very... I was seven. So I was probably eight when we got it on VHS and I was able to, like... We were able to rent it. And then I begged my parents to buy it. (laughs) But, uh... I... I... Ever since I saw that movie, that was the first time I actually remember wanting to have a dragon like 
uh, I wanted this big dragon just to sleep outside my window at night and I could just fly it to school in the morning and it could eat the people that I didn't like. <laughs> Mind you, I also had the same notion about dinosaurs. <laughs> I wanted a pet dinosaur too. But the lore inside that, in that movie is, is great because giving the half the heart, all of that, a dragon, when he dies, taking his place among the stars, the constellation, it's just, oh, it touches my heart. It was, it's one of my first solid memories of loving dragons. Uh, it, it has actually a really good cast if you go back and look at it. You have Dennis Quaid, you have uh, Jason Isaacs, you had David Thewlis, uh, like... Wait, wait, Jason Isaacs was in that? Jason Isaacs is in it. He is one of King Aiden's lackeys. Yeah. Oh, well, it, it, it's going to click for Drew here in a second. But, by the way, Jason Isaacs plays, like, my second favorite all-time villain. And when I say awesome villain no i'm not talking about harry potter i it's not my it's not my thing i am talking about in the patriot yes no wow i the patriot yeah his character uh i haven't seen it in so long so it's like i know you're probably gonna be like wait what it's on netflix yeah i just haven't seen it in so long it was my dad's favorite movie Uh, he again I love for for a villain to really, really stick with me and not be like, eh, villain, whatever. But like a really good villain to me, it it is like Commodus is my favorite villain. Emperor Commodus from the from Gladiator is my favorite villain. But Jason Isaacs in The Patriot is a very, 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 very close second because he's just that good. Now, then I've gone on my rant on Dragonheart. And I, like I said, I can, I love this movie. I could quote this movie in my sleep. <laughs> my screen, my lock screen saver is Dragonheart. And it literally, is, and it says, Between the Stars. Because, and I, I, I do tear up every time that, okay, this movie's been out for nearly 30 years. I'm not even going to fuck with spoilers. When he dies, I always get a little misty eyed my dragon's dying Uh, (laughs) another one that has another couple of i'm gonna go like far far back eureka's castle i don't know if you if either one of you ever watched that show hold that thought what was it called eureka's castle yeah Hold on. I'm got two characters in it that I loved. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. Batley and Magellan. Batley. Uh, Batley is obviously a bat. And it's so cute because he wears these little like big Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. So it, it it's a nod to, you know, bats being blind. But then Magellan, Magellan was this big, goofy, dopey dragon, and he was so sweet. Oh, uh <laughs> Also, when it comes to, you know, youngins and their dragons, Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales was the bomb. 
technically it was a little little younger than like when I would have watched it, but I have two younger brothers who watched it. What? Drew, you okay? Yes. So you said Magellan was your favorite, right? Magellan and Batley. Did his voice sound familiar? Oh, I know. I just found that out. Uh-huh. I didn't know he was Bear. Uh-huh. Oh, that hurts me. It's okay. Um, look, did you watch Dragon Tales? Uh, here and there. Okay. If I remember what I... And, and you are a Supernatural fan. I know this. Let me look up Dragon Tales real quick. Kyle, do you want to go over yours while I look up Dragon Tales? Make it uh, nice and sweet and quick. Yeah. Yeah, remove her. Go somewhere. You go okay. Her little trill. I love it. Do you know Ord from Dragon Tales? He was the big, again, yes. big goofy one. Do you know who voiced him? Oh, Ty Olson. Ty Olson. Do you know who Ty Olson plays? Benny from Supernatural. No. Vampire. Yeah. Oh my and, god. Yeah, I know. I saw that last night when I was researching. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Oh man. Another reason to love him. I love Benny. Uh okay uh, apparently so, it was an x2 as well i'm going to let kyle go ahead and talk about his pop culture dragons because i still i've got i've got lines i got lines left so <laughs> kyle we're gonna let you talk and so you can rest your voice okay let me get my stuff pulled up but okay well while you do that hey, Dragons and dragon stories for kids kind of fell off there. Like, I know they tried with Aragon, and I know they tried with, like, Peach Dragon and everything. There is one franchise that that exploded for dragons for kids. Anybody? Skyrim. <laughs> Uh, features one of the cutest dragons to ever be depicted no I love how we have yes okay that's what I was thinking that franchise brought back the popularity of dragons for kids and what do you say how to train your dragon because when you said cutest I was like yeah toothless Toothless owns my a little bit of my soul, so oh, I had to I had to look up what my favorite dragons from that movie were. Oh, Kyle, do you have your stuff ready? <laughs> Go for it, sweetheart. So the first one I'm gonna talk about is from my favorite book ever. My mom used to read this book to me and my older brother all the time right before we go to bed. And it's the Hobbit. It's Smog. <laughs> That's a good one. Smog the golden, Smog the impenetrable, terrible, the dragon dread. He has all kinds of names. Uh, and <laughs> Smog the Cumberpatch. Yeah. 
but he was the big red <laughs> dragon or uh he wasn't red he his eyes were red my bad uh, he uh, wasn't was, he depicted red in the movies yeah i think so okay he might have been i i i only saw the first hobbit like the first live action hobbit movie and then bits of the second because i didn't think that book needed to be three movies because it didn't like it, it needed to be one movie and be done maybe don't get me wrong i love the lord of the rings series like i wanted to be an elf and now i want to be a hobbit but that particular like the hobbit itself did not need uh three different movies no but uh smog was a fire drake and considered the last great dragon of middle earth he basically kicked the dwarves out of the lonely mountain and for 171 years ruled it as his home with all the treasure uh you want to talk about a good song though that series created one of the most amazing songs. Misty Mountain? Yes! And then uh, Smog just kind of chilled in the mountain until uh, Bilbo and the company of dwarves came in and then, you know, made him angry and then he went to the uh, nearby fishing town that just happened to have the one arrow that could kill him. So... But yeah, uh, he was killed by uh, Bard the Bowman, who was played by Luke Evans. That looked more like uh, Orlando, Bloom. Orlando <laughs> Bloom than Orlando Bloom did in that movie. I know. <laughs> it was really I love it. Weird. What's really funny is they were also in the Three Musketeers movie together. Mm-hmm. That's a fun movie, by the way. Like, it doesn't get enough credit, but that was an amazing movie. But yeah, uh, Smog was one of the big was one of the big bads for Lord of the Rings. Uh, I think it was the last the last live action movies that kind of gave him ties to uh, the One Ring and everything. I don't think he had any kind of association with it in the book i might be wrong i haven't read the book in a little while uh junior high junior high since i read any of those books and i've got the book out somewhere i just haven't sat down to read it but there's yeah. a copy in my parents house <laughs> uh let me try i'm trying to find because benedict cumberbatch voiced him in the last movies and I'm trying to find who voiced him in the animated movie. Oh, that's a good question. I got you. You, you just keep talking. Well, maybe not keep talking, but no, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because all go. I'm getting is a. Uh, Hang on, let me find the animated movie. I got you, boo-boo. Oh, thank you. Let's get this right here. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, yes, people, there are going to be so, uh, sound effects because dead air is not good air. Ah! <laughs> God, that movie came out in 1977. Yeah. Ah, go down, go down. 
Who's going to find it first? <laughs> I'm almost there. Richard Boone. That's good. That's good. Yeah, Richard voice uh, Richard Boone voiced him in the 77 movie. And that one was only one movie long, like it should be. I'm very salty about it. I, I, that one felt them turning that into three movies just felt money greedy for me. I mean, there's a couple of other production companies that you know like to be a dead horse. Have a yeah. really big habit of that. Toy Story movies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the one dragon I'm going to talk about. Uh, the other one I'm not going to talk a lot about because in some cases he doesn't technically count as a dragon. So it just depends on which movie you watch. But uh, Godzilla. Like, yeah. In uh, some, he's called a dragon. In other movies, he's a time-traveling dinosaur. <laughs> that's, yeah, in, in that movie, that was uh, 1990, I think it was 91. It was either, yeah, it was 91 because it came out two weeks before I was born. Uh, <laughs> Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. They went back in time to where Godzilla was a dinosaur killed him so that he wouldn't become the giant lizard that destroyed everything and then King Ghidorah just started wrecking shop so they brought Godzilla back by finding by going back in time bringing him to modern time and then uh dropping nuclear bombs on the dinosaur so that it would mutate the Godzilla all the depictions of King Ghidorah he, he he's a dragon yeah, but he's uh, he's based off the Eastern Dragon, so I'm going to save him for that time. Yes and no. Because if you look at him and a lot of his depictions, and then you go, you turn, like, face and most of the body-wise, yes, he's that Eastern Dragon. But once you put wings on him, that makes, that, that, that that's that. Wings on a dragon are almost exclusively, almost, I'm putting my word on there, almost exclusively Western. <laughs> almost. Well, he's based off a certain type of uh, Eastern dragon. Like, I, I don't remember how to pronounce it. It starts with a Y, so I'm going to save him for that episode. I closed it out. I had it up and I closed it out. <laughs> But yeah, so <laughs> ignore my goblin boy. <laughs> but yeah, so Godzilla's uh I think in not Godzilla versus Kong, uh the last Godzilla versus or Godzilla King of the Monsters movies, they one of the girls called him a dragon. So I I, I don't think he technically counts as a dragon but a lot of people say it so I just want to put him there most of the times he's more considered a dinosaur than a dragon but it he's does... a giant iguana that's that's for me he's just a giant iguana that's that's from one movie I know, 98, <laughs> I, know. I will say 
that's not my favorite Godzilla movie, but it's an all right kaiju movie. I was say it doesn't de- for, it doesn't deserve the hate it gets. We've even had I think we've probably had this conversation on the podcast. Is it's a good standalone kaiju movie. Mm-hmm. It is not a tried and true Godzilla movie. It gave us a cool ass cartoon though. Hell yeah, it did. But uh, but the like connection between dinosaurs and dragons goes back the long time because for a while a lot of people thought dinosaur fossils were dragon bones especially the winged dinosaurs mm-hmm. like because big time even today on tiktok i i don't know his pay i don't know what page it is because the guy's dumb as hell but there's a guy trying to convince <laughs> everyone I, i'm not joking on this that t-rexes didn't have tiny arms He's trying to convince everyone that T-Rexes had wings like ostriches and that T-Rexes were just dinosaur or were just dragons. And it's so dumb. I hate it. I hate everything about it. I hate it so much. Oh, man, I was getting mad at the uh, their radio this morning because they were discussing Deinonychus. Apparently there was like a, a full... Deinonychus skeleton found somewhere in the world this past week. They do Dinosaur Wednesdays. It, the, the theme song for it is actually pretty funny. But <laughs> <laughs> they were talking how the quote-unquote velociraptors in the Jurassic Park movies are not velociraptors. They're Deinonychus. But they changed the name from Deinonychus to velociraptor to make it sound more terrifying mm-hmm. scarier and everything but they kept calling blue a dude which don't misgender my girl don't misgender say, my girl you can't gender you can't say dude to 90 percent of the dinosaurs in jurassic park jurassic world because they're all female until they decide they want to be dude yep kept calling her a him or a he and i'm like no I'm sitting here I in think, my car. I'm like, blue that girl. <laughs> I think Weird Al Yankovic did a song on Jurassic Park where he called the T-Rex a dude, and I got so mad at that. There, there actually was one male dinosaur. One, but that was due to the that was because on Isla Sorda they escaped and because of the frog DNA, turned it, when it was born, it had was born male. None of the dinosaurs that were made in Jurassic Park. And were none born of the dinosaurs that went male. to the theme park were male. They were all supposed to be female. Exactly. Like the second island was just for breeding. Yes. Now, pop quiz who's the male dinosaur? The daddy T Rex. The Indoraptor. I'm talking about well, the Lost World. I was, I was, talking, I was talking about T-Rex. The I'm 99 percent sure the Daddy T-Rex was a guy. Okay, then two. <laughs> there are two males. There are several male ones. <laughs> main main dinosaurs. There's probably only a couple. Yeah, like 
the Indominus Rex was female. And that's the thing is those, the, the Indo dinosaurs, there's, th- those are hybrid weird dinosaurs. There, there's no scientific evidence of those particular dinosaurs. Those were genetically modified dinosaurs. When it comes to main dinosaurs featured in the series that were actually scientifically based dinosaurs, the only, I think the baby T-Rex might have been male. I can't remember if they actually say that or not. They don't. It might have been in the book that I read. Because, oh, I'm telling you, those books are dark. Like, mm-hmm. the movies are the movies are dark. They're, they're what they're supposed to be. But Michael Crichton is, was, uh, rest his soul, wherever it may be, he was an amazing writer. Just like, a heads up for our listeners, in the ugh. Jurassic Park movie, the lawyer gets eaten by a T-Rex. In the book, he dies fist fighting a raptor. So, you should probably read the book. One. I don't know in, which one's better. In the book, uh, uh, John Hammond dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the book, the brother is actually the older sibling. The sister is like a five-year-old. She's tiny. She doesn't need to be with all those dinosaurs. So, yeah. Books are a lot darker. A lot darker. But <sighs> off that tangent, I'm going to go over some more of, uh, like, pop culture uh, dragons, and then we'll let Drew. I'll go over a couple more. We'll let Drew, and then I can finish with, you know, a conclusion and everything. Because I have three. Yay! Uh, um, like I said, Dragons are everywhere. Yep. Supernatural had dragon lore in it. Uh, it did. They had like dragon bad guys. Exactly. Really caught me off guard. Right? I'm like, wait. It did? What? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember. It was one of the later seasons, but uh, there were these two kind of biker dudes that I don't remember if they were the only dragons. They were the ones that were first introduced. And mm. Dean had to call Bobby and he was like, uh, what do you know about dragons? dragons. <laughs> yeah, they were like... And then Bobby biker. did that perfect one-liner, of course. <laughs> but they were like big biker dudes that could just breathe fire, and they were dragons. They, were, they weren't they were like main bad guys, if I remember right. They were like minions to... Was it Lilith? Something else. It was either Lilith or... No, I think it was Eve. It may have been Eve. It was it either may have been, Lilith or Eve. It was Eve. after... I think it was after the Lilith storyline. Um... I'll look it up real quick. The Librarians. That was an amazing show. That was such a fun show. That show actually went into the, excuse me, the difference of Eastern and Western dragons. Like, amazing. What other shows? Uh, And then you have, of course, you have both the Mer- both Merlin series, the mini series, and the full fledged series. Uh, it was Eve because she was the mother of monsters. Yep. I thought so. I thought so. Now, the Merlin mini series, very, very briefly, very briefly mentioned a dragon. And, but, but they did it in that very accurate medieval style kind of serpent more serpentine 
with legs and wings than like big hulking beasts lizard with with uh legs and wings so i might be thinking of the wrong merlin series then no i'm talking about the miniseries the sam neill one i i think because the one is that the one with john hurt voicing the dragon no okay that okay the dragon in the miniseries does not talk okay and that's another thing is depending on whatever lore dragons are either these just kind of actual like animalistic beast or the or you have like in Dragonheart in the full like the full Merlin series these incredibly intelligent creatures um what's oh, another one that has like ju- them as just like and just basically just animals Rain of Fire oh my gosh you want to talk about a good movie that's a good movie okay it, it gets a lot of crap but one, it's got Gerard Butler in it. They put, they put a lot of science, not actually, yeah, no, they put a lot of science behind the design of their dragons. So I have one of the before. few movies that have a dragon versus tank, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Most American thing ever. But I have said it before. I will say it until the day I die. I love special features. I love behind the scenes stuffs, stuffs. Yes. Okay. Stuffs and things. But they put a lot of science behind their dragons. And the point that's one of the points that always sticks with me so much is the fact that the way that their dragons breathe fire, it's not just a fire, belching fire kind of thing. It's two different glands that secrete different chemicals. And once they combine, they create that fire. Which is so cool to me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Which I, I think Animal Planet did a uh, quote unquote documentary about a dragon fossil that they found. And I think they stole that idea from that movie. Right, let me see if I can find it because. I mean, the Dilophosaurus would shoot poison. Yeah. So, and then you also have. Um, well, that mostly comes out of the, the little, oh, the little lizard that shoots blood out of its eye. Oh, uh, uh, shit. Yeah, right? Uh, a horned lizard. Is it a horned lizard? I'm looking. What is that? Dragons, a fantasy made real. Uh, it was an Animal Planet documentary special. Well, veggie whatever you want to call it. I've totally they... watched it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the horned lizard. Okay, cool. But they, they quote unquote discovered a dragon body. They tried to make it seem like a natural creature. I mean, the, the skull they designed was beautiful for it. Yeah. And, and then, you know, they had the uh, finding mermaid one that really got them into a lot of trouble <laughs> because... That's the one that they claimed was real, but at the very end, in tiny, tiny letters, you can see this is yep. a fake document. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll go over that one on a mermaid episode. I'm going to round out movies for myself, and then I'll let Drew go over his, because I've got some I've got some books that I want to go over. Um, okay, cool. Be right back. Need to wash off. You're good. Okay. See you in a second. 
but what, what's what's one of Disney's most famous dragons? Mushu. Western dragon. Oh, uh, oh God, I can't think of a name. Oh, I was totally gonna go on about. Uh, I've already, I've already gone over Peach Dragon. About which one? Peach Dragon. Oh, I did. I don't think I see. I don't remember watching that. They there's there's the classic movie, and then there's the redone movie. I think I've seen the classic movie a couple of times. I am talking about Maleficent. Oh yeah. Now there's she two wasn't different a dragon versions. in the live action. Yeah, yeah, there's two different versions. <laughs> in the cartoon, she actually turns into the dragon. In the show, once upon a time, she is the one that turns into a dragon. She is played by one of like uh, her actress played Pam on True Blood and Catherine Bauer just like won my heart. So uh, to see her play Maleficent, I was like, excellent choice. But in the live action movie, Angelina Jolie turns Diabol, her her raven, into a dragon. So which was weird. I, I liked it yeah. more when she was the dragon. I think that would have been that would have had more impact for me. Yeah. It's like, okay, watch this. Boom. Boom. Now dragon. the dragon. <laughs> um, Oh my goodness. But a lot of the uh, like older dragons in D&D do that where they turn into people to kind of go around and mess with people. And then it's like, oh, you want to fight me? Well, surprise, I'm a dragon. Surprise, I'm huge. That's what he said. <laughs> See, you didn't make a dirty joke this time. I did. It's only because you don't feel good. That's why. Uh, but I mean, if you think about it, dragons are everywhere and we haven't even gone over literature yet. No. We haven't gone over the many, 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 many books that include dragons. We will be doing that in a moment. Mm. Uh, what's, what's your favorite dragon movie besides The Hobbit? Like actual like dragon centric movie? Uh, Dragonheart, I remember watching a lot. And then there was... Oh, what was the, it was a little animated movie. It wasn't Black Cauldron. It had this two-headed dragon. They were dumb as hell. And then at the end of the movie, they got separated into their own dragons. It had this little bird named Axebeak. Happily Never After or something? I I don't think that was it. It was a little Mm. animated movie. It came out around... Maybe the same time as Black Cauldron. And oh, I don't be, know then. It was supposed to be like a rival to that movie. One second. Let me see if I can find it. Sorry, Black Cauldron and Sword of the Stone were amazing. They were so good. Um, I mean, going that, when I think of a two-headed dragon, I think of the one from Dragon Tales. The siblings. <laughs> yeah. They were wonderful. They did, and they, there was an episode where they got se- it's really sad that I know this but there was an episode where they got <laughs> separated and they hated it like they were like for Camelot. oh yes yeah I, I remember watching that one a lot but I mean like for dragon movies I'm always gonna go with giant kaiju movies uh, 
Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire was so good. Rain of Dragon Fire. Wars was a good one. Rain, Rain of Fire. Fire. Ring of That's Fire the Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash song. song. <laughs> now, Rain of Fire was so good. Uh, I feel like that one is a movie that could, if it was made now, we would have like three different video games, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. And VR games. Oh, I want a that VR would be set. Fun. Same. Uh, all. All the sequels for Dragonheart. By the way, the second Dragonheart sequel has a tie to a Disney movie. Or the the first the second Dragonheart movie, the first sequel has a tie to a Dragonheart to a to a Disney movie. Hmm. Anybody want to guess? I've only seen the first one. Okay, so the second one. The second one features Drake, Draco's son. Yeah. Plot hole, right? Thanks. And it also it's got Francis, the older, the oldest brother from Malcolm in the Middle. Danny Masterson's younger brother. Wait, didn't Draco's wife get killed at the start of Dragonheart? Yeah, he never said anything about them actually being together. I, I thought the whole point of uh draco hating humans was because his wife got killed at like the start of the movie or something am i thinking i need to rewatch no no okay okay the last female dragon the last quote unquote is what we're supposed to be thinking was killed at the beginning of dragonheart yeah and he was like oh you're you're the one who killed you killed the scarred one she and i were the last oh that's like a like quote word for word quote but in the second movie, apparently, these Franciscan monks were hiding a dragon egg, and it hatched, and it turned out to be Draco's son, who they named Drake. Whoa. Real Wait, creative there. How did they know it was Draco's son? Is there like a medieval Jerry Springer show or something? Hmm. Just the, how he looks. How did I know that's where he was going? That, that feels looks. racist. Come on. <laughs> Just say it. Oh, he looks don't, like don't don't person. you mean specious? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I'm on so many drugs right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pharmaceuticals. Yeah. For a cold. <laughs> but the actor who voices little little baby dragon, little juvenile dragon, is Robbie Benson. Robbie Benson, oh, has not only a tie to a Disney movie, but Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the original 90s one. Robbie Benson is the voice of the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Wow. And he is, yeah, he is Sabrina's father, at least in the first couple of appearances of her father. And then Somebody else took over and it made me really sad because I love Robbie Benson. I was about to say, I don't remember her dad much from the show. (laughs) Sorry, listeners. We had a little issue on my throat. Anyway, while Lorna's <laughs> cleaning up, uh, 
Skyrim had. What a did bunch I of... miss? Don't worry about it. We'll go over it in a minute when she comes back and we can make fun of her. Skyrim had a bunch of dragons, which, you know, they were more like wyverns than dragons. One but... I was going to talk about, but I can't remember his name right now. Uh, never mind. I remembered it. But um, I, I, I think Skyrim really overused because in Oblivion, they had one dragon and it looked cool. I'm replaying Skyrim and there's like a dragon every 10 minutes and I'm like, just yep. fuck off. I don't want to fight a dragon right now. Fuck off. I'm trying to find these flowers. My favorite moment on that was um, I was going into a town and I guess the dragon landed right outside of it and then it either landed on chicken or something I don't know but the guards came after me and put me under arrest like I didn't even do it looks down like right <laughs> the people the people of Skyrim are so protective of their chickens you hit a chicken once you're going to get arrested the whole town's going to come after you <laughs> now, you okay Lorna I am <laughs> got good. that out of your system <laughs> literally like I said, guys, I apologize. I've been sick for the last week. <laughs> it looked like the okay. end of a dirty video. Anyway. <laughs> okay. But as I, <laughs> the dragon heart movie, <laughs> it was something else, but that, that's my connection. That's, you know, I got to do a connection story somehow. Oh, fair. But, uh, uh, what are we talking? Drew, talk about your dragons. Yes, because dear listeners, I have three. One is Woo! for the wife because it's one of her favorite series. Uh, so let's get that one. Rhaegal from Game of Thrones. Oh, and I gotta get back to my notes on him because again, I know nothing about him. Uh. And that's I'm gonna we're gonna get a lot of comments there. Like he doesn't watch Game of Thrones. What? It's like everyone dies. I don't like that stuff. Yeah, some uh, people die. Yeah, well, I mean, look from what I told, you're like, not missing much, especially yeah, on the someone, last season. What someone told me about Game of Thrones, like, oh, everyone dies. Like that, I don't want to watch this. It, my, Game of Thrones really reinvented uh, or reignited incest so that mean you're not you missing much from... reignited we live in the south <laughs> yeah but it, it was kind of a pocket secret before game of thrones now everyone wants to hook up with their cousin and aunt it reignited the royal reason of it yeah not the regional <laughs> Listeners, don't hook up with your family members. <laughs> no, that can actually well. create a lot of genetic um, issues. Uh, Rigal is born along two other siblings who many will know as where are their names? Viserion and Drogon. Drogon was you know, the best. You know, for somebody who loves dragons so damn much, I have never seen an episode of that show. Are the only good there's only two good things about this show there was Jason Momoa shirtless all the time 
<laughs> so, yeah. And then there was like this clan called the Faceless Men, which were assassins that could change their faces. And I wanted more of them. They were, that was like my I have that character. power now. You do? <laughs> ah, that's cool. But oh, like, yeah, Drew, that's one of my new uh, spells. Ah. Yeah. But yeah, like the Faceless Men, I absolutely loved. I thought they were cool characters. They were a cool concept. They were introduced for like one season then dropped for several seasons and then they kind of came back it was weird Um, if you don't watch game of thrones you're not missing much but it started good and then it went downhill quickly i will say there is the cutest video out there of john's of kit harrington who plays john snow obviously doing like a skit with toothless and it is uh adorable him and his uh I don't know if they were together before the show or if they got together because of the show. His uh, wife. Yeah. But uh That's there's really cool. a lot of scenes of them like flirting back and forth behind the scenes and stuff, and they're just adorable. That is cute. All right, Drew. Next. Uh well, I wasn't done with Rigal since someone cut me off about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say he's he was the emerald green one with bronze scales, for those who don't know. Pretty. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thrills and Wings were a yellow-orange. Which, from what I know, Drogon was my favorite because he was solid black. He was also named after Jason Momoa, so... Yeah. And unfortunately, that dragon dies. Is that the know. one that becomes the ice dragon, or is that no, the one that's that Vizarian. gets the pirate? No, Rhaegal was killed by a scorpion bolt. Okay, that's the one killed by the pirates. Okay, yeah. well, it's Game of Thrones. Doesn't, like, everybody die at least one point? Watch it's right. like Supernatural. Everybody dies at least one point. <laughs> no, the big dragon survives. He survives to the end. I think they were going to do a spinoff of him, which, odd. Aren't they doing, like, a prequel yes. series? They're doing a prequel series, and then there was going to be a series based off of, uh, I can't think of her name, Arya Stark's character, like, her actress was going to do a spinoff, but okay. I think they canceled that one. Oh. Again, so I've to, never seen it. Thanks to Truett. Uh, Ray is only dead in the, mo- in the show. In the books, oh. he's still alive. Why do they gotta do that? I hate when they do that. Uh, it's funny, and also, Lauren, it's funny that you mentioned that commercial because I was going to. Sorry. You no, know, no, it segues perfectly into my next one, Toothless. He is so precious. I love him. Uh, I, I just thought Dude. of this. We don't know if he's dead in the books or not because George R. R. Martin hasn't released the last book. Yeah, what? as of last year, she said it's he It's been is. like 30 years since he released Look. Since he started working on the last book, so he might kill everyone off. We don't. I, I don't Drew, read have, the books. Drew, have you seen? Have you actually watched any bit of iZombie? Zombie? Yeah. Not in a long time. I watched okay. the first season. Okay. Well, there is a scene. So Clive, who is my uh, one of my, he's probably my second favorite. He rounds out my top three favorite characters. And he's a big, big Game of Thrones fan. 
and Ravi, who is Liv's, uh, Liv's boss, uh, he goes, hey, Clive, what is George R.R. George Martin doing? And Clive just gets like, I mean, he's, all, he, he's got that angry look about him anyways. And he gets even angrier looking. He goes, not writing. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's like uh, okay. I don't remember what late night host it was. But he set up cameras in George R. R. Martin's house to catch, like, it was a whole skit to catch him, to make sure he was writing the book like Martin was saying. <laughs> but it just shows Martin walking around his house naked, jumping on a trampoline, doing everything but writing the book. That's great. So the TV show had to come up with some kind of ending because... They didn't know how. George has it. <laughs> yeah. And George Martin, they, there was a rumor, I don't know how true it was, that George R. R. Martin told the show how the books would end in case he died before they got to that point or the last book came out. But, you know, seeing how bad the show ended, he might change it. Because if that's how the books were supposed to end, uh, no, it was horrible. It made no sense. I hate that. I hate that. When, I, if it's not complete, it's basically what it's, it's called jumping the shark, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I mean, Supernatural was really good at doing that, but at least they, they did it well. Yeah. And so. in the show's defense, like the last season was only eight episodes, I think, because they wanted to save on budget, but it was so bad. It was so, so bad. All right, Drew, Drew you all right? I'm tired. Same. So, Your next I was dragon. actually looking... I was looking at Tooth List and all the different nicknames or aliases he has. We all we all know the Night Fury, the last known Night Fury, the unholy offspring of lightning and death itself. <laughs> uh, the Dragon Alpha, Bud slash Buddy. Yeah. My top two my top two favorites from this are from Hiccup. Useless Reptile is number one. Uh, Big Baby Boo. Devil. Hiccup's other half, Mr. Night Fury, uh, Death Killer, Crazy Night Fury, uh, the Idea Dragon from Snout, Snotlout. Uh, Mighty Gerard Butler's in that movie too. Yes, he is. Uh, the Mighty Toothless, Alpha of All Dragons, King of Dragons, and then my second favorite, Johnny Complaints. <laughs> I, I really like how. You know, the unholy offspring of death and lightning is also called Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's I, so sweet. I think that's adorable. I, I've he's... only seen the first movie, but like, I, I just. I, Don't tell Lorna that. I, you need to see the to one me. where he meets his mate. The light fury. Oh my gosh. Oh, she's so pretty. Okay. So Zora has both. Toothless and the Light Fury in the little little stuffies, and you squeeze them, and they make their respective like little growls and gurgles and talk and everything. Oh, I love them both. <laughs> but but what was I going to say? Okay, so Toothless fits 
like one of my favorite tropes. It's not the, he, he's not really naive. Chaotic dumbass. Chaotic sweet dumbass. Yeah, that, chaotic, that's about, that's about sweet fits. dumbass. And I love it. He is wonderful. But yeah, I, I need to sit down and watch the other ones at some point. I, I highly recommend, off. or I'm going to tell Tiff and she's going to start throwing the DVDs at you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it's probably on... It's probably uh, on Disney Plus. No. no. No, it's not. They're owned by Illumination oh. or DreamWorks. Probably HBO Max then. Um, Hulu and Netflix. I've got Hulu. There you go. I got a three-day weekend coming up, so I might watch it then. It's Drew. worth it. Drew. I'm trying. I'm trying to eat. What's your third one? Or Hold are on. you are you done with almost? Jesus? I just I just found out he his kids' names. I know they're so cute. Dart, Pouncer, and Rough Runner. I never knew their names. <laughs> but yeah, no, Tooth Toothless is my is. Everyone knows that one, obviously. He's just, like, he reignited that love of dragons and dragon lore and kids. And yeah. I love the fact I'll that be right back. How to Train Your Dragon okay. Okay, okay. How to Train Your Dragon kind of turned that narrative from dragons like, within the movie, it turned the narrative from dragons being these terrible, monstrous creatures to actual like defenders of towns helpful like helpful beings that could you know ease the burden of trying to just you know protect yourselves or just everyday life i love that yep that's why i want a dragon yeah well you're a cat no okay (laughs) my my second my second favorite dragon from how to train dragon is a terrible terror Mommy. The one where uh, Toothless fires the the bolt, the lightning bolts into its stomach. It just puffs up. Oh yeah. I found I a dragon this. book. Of course, you found not. a dragon book. And your third dragon, Drew. Okay, I didn't know if he was going to be talking or not. No, I I've got a dragon book for when we talk about dragon books. Okay, because I've. Okay, I I have one dragon book that I've never read. Pro- Kyle has it. Um, okay. Oh. Okay, so funny story. I just there's a new World of Warcraft um, DLC, I think. No, it just popped up on the commercial for Spyro right here. It's called Dragonflight. I don't video game. I don't know Warcraft anymore. I don't either, not anymore. It's just, it's called World of Warcraft Dragonflight, and I guess you get dragons and you can fly in now. I don't know. World of Warcraft's littered with dragons, though. Oh, there's a new race. That's that's what it is. I don't play World of Warcraft. I don't really play video games, period. But I got a comprehensive lesson on the dragons from tiff and the art for those dragons stunning absolutely Hmm. stunning 
Uh, I will say the Dungeons and Dragons Online Neverwinter game, they came out with the Dragonborn DLC so you can get that race to play as. And you can own it for $80. They're they're a little proud of themselves on that one, aren't they? What game again? That's just for a new race, mind you. It doesn't add, like, from what I remember, it doesn't add much to the game. It's just, oh, you can play as the Dragonborn race. Which, Rude. Don't get me wrong. I like the Dragonborn race in D&D. One of our main NPCs is a Dragonborn. But That's awesome. I'm not going to spend $80 for a race for an online game that I already have to pay a monthly subscription to. Yeah, no. No, that's why I quit playing it. And everyone's like, you should get back on. You really like it. No, I was there for the dark days. I'm not getting back on. Uh, I mean, I only Do not played speak WoW. the old magic to me. <laughs> I only played WoW with the ex-girlfriend. And that's it. I, I played WoW with uh, my older brother, Cody. And then we both quit around the same time because there was nothing to do. Yeah, it's just, it gets boring after all. Now, speaking of video games, I'm going to talk about the very first dragon that started it all for me. Spyro! A certain purple dragon that we all know. Voiced, and I think it was in like the later games, if I'm correct. I need to look that back up. By uh, Spongebob himself. Spyro's a much better character. Oh, no, it, it is. Well, okay, my favorite uh, voice that Tom Kenny has ever done would be Eduardo. <laughs> I can agree with that. Which one? I can okay. fully agree with that. I was distracted. Uh, Eduardo. Eduardo from uh, Foster's Home. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, original... I kind of remember Foster's Home. The original Spyro, uh, Spyro is Carlos Alazraki. Who I'm looking up to see what else he's been in because that face looks familiar. Your face looks familiar. Yeah, guys, Fucking guys. Nerd. Oh my god. Is it the person- original Spyro? Is <laughs> Mr. Crocker? Huh. <laughs> Fairy Godparents. <laughs> That's on. That character is on. That's my on Netflix, playlist. by the way. Do it. That entire series is on Netflix. Okay, favorite cartoons. Tom Kenny did not voice uh, Spyro until Ripto's Rage, and then uh, from though from then on he voiced uh, Spyro, which threw me off because I never knew that was him. <laughs> the game came out on October 29th, two thousand seven. PlayStation Two. Yep. Because my oh, mom no, loved on, that yeah. game. So I was wrong. You no, know, Kyle was right. September 9th. No, actually, September 9th, 1998 on PlayStation. It was the original PlayStation. Because yeah, he it, was it, supposed it, to be a PlayStation mascot to rival Mario. Yep. Uh-huh. And along with Crouch Bandicoot. Yeah. Um, but there, my mom was obsessed was... with that game. She loved it so much. Spyro? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's and a of course. Dude, when... Um... Okay, that's a lie. It says Spyro the Dragon, voiced by Carlos Alzaraki and Tom Kenny, reignited version only, which is a lie because he voiced Spyro after the first one. Um, 
there was there was one bad guy in that game that I wanted to beat the shit out of every time I saw it. The money guy. Oh no, I loved him. The egg thieves. Oh yeah. The na 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 boo boo na 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 boo boo. I like, like them. I thought they were funny. They were I just I just, I just hated that noise they made because I'm like I'm going to fucking beat because every time I got like this close to them, they turned the last second. Like, you motherfucker. Well, now I know what to add to the D and D game. I will kill you. I mean, he knows I don't like geese, so. Oh, I just hate those things. I just hate the noise they do. It's just like. <laughs> or fish with teeth. Ugh. Ugh. Um. I like sharks. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like like anglerfish and gar and. I don't. African I'm not a big fan fish. of fish with human teeth. Just, yeah, those those freak me out a lot too. That's just weird. Oh my god. Uh, there's a little trivia at the end of Spyro's thing. Sorry, uh, Carlos is the voice of the Chihuahua in the old Taco Bell commercials. Yo quiero Taco Bell. He's also a chupacabra. He's also a rocker. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense. <gasps> so true. Ex, one of the uh, drummers from the police, the the uh, soundtrack of the game. All right. Stuart Stuart Copeland. Okay. Clancy Brown. Hey, the Kurgan. Who voiced some of the dragons in the game? Voices Mr. Eugene Krabs on SpongeBob SquarePants and played Captain Hadley in the Shawshank Redemption. His best role was the Kurgan. What? Are you saying what? what to me? No. Clancy Brown is Neocortex from Crash Bandicoot. He also plays Darth Maul's brother in Clone Wars. Yes, that I know, but I was like, I never knew he voiced Uka Uka and Neocortex. Oh, God. <laughs> Uka Uka. Hey, Aku Aku was the other. Clancy uh, Brown has an impressive. Uh, resume. The only boss battle that's mandatory in this game is Nasty Norks, while the other bosses are optional. They are still required for 100% completion. Uh, if we're going to talk about voice actors, uh, oh, that's going to be a episode. Skyrim, the uh, good dragon Parthenax, is voiced by Mario. Yep. Like the guy who voices Mario. Charles Martinet. Nice. <laughs> Very weird to hear Mario talk about the sins of of man. Yeah, I remember I uh, when I first got into the Spyro games. Like, I love dragons as a kid, but then I see this little purple dragon running around. I'm like, okay, this this should be interesting. I watched him like, or watch I watched the trailer. I was like, okay. And then I got it. It was like, I need more of it. <laughs> Most and, of Zora's stuffed animals are dragons, so. That's fair. Yeah, it was just, it was a weird game, but at the same time, it was so much fun. All right. Are you ready to go with books? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, books are amazing. Unfortunately. Where do you think half the movies come from? God, you dick. <laughs> I okay, have one. so 
one of my favorite series of books and I haven't read them in so long are a series of books by Anne McCaffrey called the Dragon Riders of Pern love those books I have not read them in forever the majority of that we have actually they're all at my parents house but like that that's again it I want that that's going to be my renaissance fair cosplay is a dragon rider because of those books because of dragon heart like yes and then one of my actually my favorite author not my favorite book but my favorite author favorite author who I actually had the amazing pleasure to meet she used to go by Sherilyn Kenyon but now she goes by Sherilyn McQueen whole thing but she has numerous books about dragons and if you talking about an author who just uh, she's amazing she was so wonderful to me i i want to meet her again like oh love 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 her work i love her writing she writes my like my favorite series of books not about dragons though doesn't include one dragon but that's like that's a whole nother like episode excuse me but she has numerous books about dragons and uh, her ooh, apparently one of the writing. dragon writer books is called dragon heart mm-hmm. yeah but yeah those are my big dragon books um i mean i've loved dragons since i was little I will always love dragons. I, I have a dragon tattoo. I want another one. I will be getting another one as soon as possible. Mm. But that's my love of dragons. And that was my little intersection of my pop culture dragons. But I do have a conclusion for you guys. Go on, Kyle. What are your book dragons, dragon books? Uh, the only one I've got that's within reach is Tyranny of Dragons. It is a full D&D 5e adventure where you fight the goddess of dragons. It's such a pretty cover. It is. It's, this is I think this is like the alternate cover. Uh, a couple of people I don't talk to a foil. got it for me for my birthday because yeah, Tiamat is my favorite Dungeons and Dragons goddess. She is the goddess of chromatic dragons. I almost ran that adventure for our show, but then I was like, no, everyone likes spooky stuff, so I'm going to do Ravenloft because Ravenloft is fun. Uh, I mean, now you know how much I love dragons, so. Yeah, we, we <laughs> might like, we might do this one at some point in the future after I get away from D&D for a little bit or, you know. Because he's also an amazing DM. We could try to convince Nathan to run it. I think he would have fun. But uh, okay. yeah, basically, it's just a story about you, the adventuring party getting together and having to stop the goddess of dragons. And See, I'd be like, can I be your servant? I will fetch you fair maidens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me find let me see if he's in this book there's one character i want to talk about really quick if he's in this book i don't remember if he's in this book or another book uh, he's in the book that's under your house so you have to go get 
from the your your underhouse dragon. <laughs> hey, oh, that's what was screaming outside your house the one night. It might have been dragons. Uh, y'all talk about something while I'm looking. Oh, I'm 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 thinking. Okay, so don't think too hard. It's all smoke. Look. <laughs> I will beat you. <laughs> the dad joke is strong. Yeah, I love a good dad joke every now and then. I mean, that's how my husband got my attention. Well, one of the ways, other than being, you know, tall and hot. Oh, <laughs> oh he's but, not in this book. Oh, no. I told you he's in the book that your dragon under your apartment has. You gotta go have a talk with him. I, I don't have the book that he's in. I need to look him up online because it is a dragon character, and there's a reason I want to talk about him. Um, what if Ashley's a dragon? Yeah, y'all talking about something. Drew, <laughs> why do you why do you look so just done? Partially, am because my voice my voice. My, I'm so tired from, I had to go, I was just enjoying, you know, sitting at home and then I had to, got called into work and just barely slept last night. I feel that. It's, Do it's you have something. any dragon books that you would like to talk about? I don't have any around me, but one and none of mine are around me. Well, I also don't own this book, sadly. Uh, Aragon. Isn't there getting a show? Yeah, I know it had the movie. I haven't seen the movie. That was not worth it. Okay, that's what I had heard. But go ahead and tell us about that, that book. Sure. Or why you like it at least. Uh, everyone's going to hate me, but I don't care. I more so saw the movie than before the book. Like I never got to, I didn't, okay, as a kid, I didn't really read books as much. Because I, I was, did. I was either outside playing or doing whatever. I just didn't get into reading until I was like older. See, I used to I go outside so and I go, I go outside and I go lobster. So I'm very happy with staying inside and reading a book. That's fair. Ugh. I found my thing. That's terrifying. Did you have anything else about the book? I don't know a whole lot about it. I know there were other um, books, but that's about it. I think it's getting a show. I think so, because the movie could have been so much better. All right, Kyle. Okay. There's one D&D character that's a dragon I want to talk about real quick. His name is Archon the Cruel. And he is a fan. (laughs) He is a player character. Like, he's a very famous actors player character that he's been playing for several several years that, that finally got added into like actual D lore i don't have the book that he's in but uh is he, it joe it's joe's character <laughs> how did i know that because that man is beautiful too he is but yeah, that is his D&D character he's been playing for years with his uh, 
He's played him on Critical Role. He has a main group that has the big show in it, which really surprised me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the big show played D&D. Unsurprisingly, oh, he awesome. played the giant. <laughs> Think about Travis's character. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I just wanted to talk about Archon because I thought he was in Tyranny of Dragons because he's like a servant of Tiamat, but I was wrong. He's not in this book. He's in another book. One of the few D&D 5e books I don't have. <laughs> All right. Actually. Well, it's clear that, you know, everybody loves dragons. All three of us have a favorite dragon, a favorite story. Um, and I mean, Dragons hold so much popularity. There are legitimate scientific names for, you know, creatures out there. You have bearded dragons. Yeah. You have Komodo dragons. You have Komodo dragons. You have Chinese water dragons. So, dragons technically exist, not in the sense of you know a winged, fire-breathing, colossal creature. But supposedly, supposedly, but we all know the secrets that our governments and monarchies keep from us. <laughs> but I swear, I swear, I know you, you gotta, you, you gotta at least think a little bit that Queen Elizabeth has her own little dragon hiding around somewhere. That corgi, that corgi is actually the corgis are polymorph dragons. Yes, I believe it. Yes, the corgis are dragons in disguise. <laughs> Uh, but go for it. Uh, there's one other pop culture we need to talk about before listeners, <sighs> certain listeners get angry. There's, oh, a no. shit, there's a shit ton of Pokemon dragons. Oh, yes, sir. I was going to talk like, about Dragonite, but he was obvious choice. So I said no. Like, there's just a lot of dragon Pokemon. I, I, I know Charizard isn't one until his mega Which evolution. is bullshit. It was weird. It's weird that there's an apple that's a dragon, but Charizard is it. But yeah, like I've a stopped apple. Pokemon. Yeah, that's why I didn't mention it. <laughs> but we have listeners, and I don't want listeners to, you know, because we have one certain listener who keeps messaging me after an episode comes out and giving me hell because I didn't talk about something. Jeremy. I was gonna say, is it Nathan? No, it's Jeremy. It's the other one. <laughs> the other troublemaker. The other troublemaker. I sat between those two at Drew's wedding, and that was <laughs> not necessarily a bad decision, but I was crying laughing. I- I'd have no problem being stuck between Jeremy and Nathan. <laughs> Wait, I got married? I hope so. You were there. I, I, mean, I stood up there with you. Not across <laughs> from you, but behind your wife. No, it's always my favorite joke to do. It's like, uh, sure, it's like, so I talk to her, it's like, yeah, we got married. I look like we got married. I think that's like the, the 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 trope joke that every married couple makes. Wait, we're married? Yeah. Where was <laughs> I during this? <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. anyway, there's a, there's a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> there's a lot of Digimon ones. Oh yeah, we we don't yeah. have time to go over every no. pop culture 
dragon. There's just a lot out there. No, I, I, like I said earlier, dragons are everywhere. Everywhere. Er. So, if our listeners have a dragon that they want to, you know, tell us their favorite dragon about, not the certain ones that we do not mention, we are not talking about those. But why not? They're dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about, you know, books, movies, fairy tales, video games, tabletop games. If you have a favorite dragon that we didn't mention, we're sorry. I'm not. Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments on one of our posts. Educate us. Yay. We sit here and talk for anywhere from an hour to four. (laughs) so educate us we like to learn but like i said dragons are everywhere we 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 have legitimate dragons not in the sense of you know like i said the the fantasy creatures but dragons are there they're out there they're wonderful i love bearded dragons with all my heart so that basically ends my very, 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 very long lesson about Western dragons. My next, my personal next episode will be about Eastern dragons, which I will also be including Mesoamerican dragons. Because there are a lot of similarities, eerie similarities, between Eastern dragons and Mesoamerican dragons. Just saying. Yeah. So that will be my next episode. Um, Announcement-wise, our most recent episode of Misfortune is up. A small disclaimer, I think everybody was getting a little cranky. <laughs> we we have to start figuring out how to keep things moving because there are long sections of just quiet from people trying to think of stuff. So um right now we gotta work I'm, out some kinks. Right now I'm leaning towards buying shock collars, but I'm gonna leave that up to the group. <laughs> uh Nathan's are or Drew's already putting a hand up, so I guess he's all for it. <laughs> oh, he's got two hands up now. All right. We'll get you, we'll get you an extra strong one. Yeah. Smack both of you. We've got that. Uh, so we have another month before our next episode. So we're gonna get out of Mercury's retrograde before our next episode. Because yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> It was a fun session, but it was a chaotic session. Uh, I think this Sunday is the next episode of Common Sense. What are y'all talking about? Do y'all know? I know. I'm talking about my spicy boy, Common Rider Deno. For those of us that don't know what it is, what is that? (laughs) Yeah. Wait, what's what's that lizard? Get- <laughs> Love that lizard. <laughs> it's uh, a bearded, okay. 
Hey, that lizard is a bearded dragon. That's a bearded dragon. Yeah. Uh, Conrad Deno is. You know what internet stuff. <laughs> his his main form is the sword form, which is Momotaros. He is possessed. You're a sword uh, form. I try to be. Uh, Ryutaro, uh, the main the main character, is possessed by four uh, imagines, which are like Oni, Momotaros, Kintaros, Ryutaros, and Urutaros. Each have a different form for Deno. And Momotaros is my is my lovable dumbass, who is like the I'm the main star of the show. Listen to what I say. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of my way. Okay. Oh, but yeah, it's okay. it's gonna be fun. Uh, it's it's gonna be a whole lot. Well, we have that to look forward to on Sunday. If he gets the information from you that he needs this time. Wait, what? If Nathan gets the login from you this time, yes, I'm calling you out, Nathan. He's already got it. Good. I said this because is... I gave Nathan hell about that when y'all recorded the episode because he never is asked this... me for the login. Like this is gonna be this is gonna have to be a long one because this 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 is my very first this was my very first writer. Gotcha, wow, wow, down boy. For our other Sunday show, if y'all are sitting there wondering where tangents is. My guest canceled, so we didn't have one. I was sick. My I'm power sorry. went out. Well, pay your electricity bill. Anyway. <laughs> now, we had a lot of storms Sunday because after Drew oh said, after Drew said uh, they wouldn't be able to make it, I was like, all right, cool. I'll see if anyone else wants to do it. And then my power went out. So <laughs> It was just not supposed to happen so yeah um, if you two want to come on to i think it's the 29th we'll try we might have a game that we'll yeah sunday the 29th like, i think we have a game at like 5 30 so if we could do the episode that is early, memorial day weekend is it i don't know yeah yeah it, yeah it is because i have get a game. to go help my parents build a chicken coop for all so then I need to look around for guests for that day. All right, I mean, cool. if, you did, if you did earlier today, then we'd be fine. Uh, what time are you building chicken coops? I don't know yet. It's going to be like an all-weekend project. Oh. I know before before uh, 4 o'clock, I'll be free. Like, we have oh, to leave no. around 4. I might try to do something special, see if, like, I don't know. I'll figure something out. Can't trust you two because y'all get sick and oh, power goes out. Dude, I'm that, sorry. How often do I actually get sick? I don't yeah. know. No, Every time I try to do a tangents episode with you. No, and that's what's weird. Like the it was just stormy, and then I it was, was horrible even. timing because that that was a storm. I don't think the news even considered. It was just it came no. out of nowhere. Yeah, it was just like it. oh hey, it's gonna storm tonight. It's yeah. gonna really storm tonight, guys. Cause like I was yeah. coming home from work, uh, like I think that morning, and there was a tree in the middle of the road. Like I had just missed getting hit by that. So Ooh. yeah. Well, I was in like the thick of my cold, so like I would have sounded like that. Yeah. And I would have been really. Yeah. No. Sunday was a bad that. day for everyone. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was just, uh, we had just watched uh, an episode of Vampire Diaries. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, I'm going to hop on with Apex and join uh, Jeremy until tangents. And then 412 power goes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. It was the just- worst part is, the worst part, Kyle, is we just landed in the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Sunday was just bad for everyone because I tried to get Nathan, but he had to work. And then I had to, tr- I tried to get Nick, but he had the kids to himself, so he couldn't do it. It was just, it, I tried Devin, but Devin said, no, I don't like you. I don't want to talk to you. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the funnier part is we called, we were worried about the power not coming back till the next day. So I called my mom asking if we could stay there. As soon as I got off the phone with her, our power came back. Sounds right. Yeah. And I'm just like, come the hell on. Uh, my power went out, came back on after a little while. And then I was like, well, I got to work. So no tangents. Uh-huh. I have to work tonight. I hate it. I'm, I'm really hoping all the residents sleep because I'm not in the mood for their bullshit. I don't blame you. But, uh, well, announcement's done? Yes. I think that's Drew. everything. Technically, yes. Drew. Yeah. Drew. Yeah. Drew. Yeah. What are you talking about next week? Yeah. Drew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about next week? What you talking uh, about, Wallace? Willis, first of all. That gets us hit for copyright. Shh. Yeah. Really? I don't know. Probably. I don't if know. Tolkien's family can sue people for fan fiction, I wouldn't be surprised. About Hobbit? Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair point. Um, if I can't name myself an actual Hobbit in a D and D game, you have to be a halfling. I have to be a halfling. You could probably get kicks for Willis so Wallace. Yeah, Willis Wallace Wallace. Wallace. Abri, Abri, Abri. William Wallace. Hey, what are you talking about uh, next week? Hey Drew, what are you talking Kyle, about next week? I swear, since Kyle has his Lovecraft week going on, Lovecraft. Lorna has her Lovecraft. I... Crowry. <laughs> Crowry. Crowry. I need. I just. Need, I just need an episode of nothing but bloopers, please. <laughs> Uh, since we all have our own little things, I am going to be doing a marathon of different yokai that I love. Okay. Yay. Starting with the 12 different kitsune. Ooh. You're going to do 12 in one episode? Oh, no. they, they I can oh. go through all of them easily. There there are 12 different versions of them. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it's I'll tell you which one's the most popular on my turn. Uh, is it the one Sean likes? No, no, that, no, that's not a Kitsune. That's that's oh. a completely different. That's yokai. That, that's that's Kappa's. That's 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 an episode I can't touch. That's an episode like we will have to message him in advance. Be like, yes, Sean could be on our show. Yes, okay. and we'll let and I'll let since it counts as my yokai. I'm letting him cover it because he knows more about okay. it than I do. Kind of like what we did with Nathan and Mothman. Yeah, yeah, oh, good. Okay, that sounds good. Yay! Uh, if there are no more announcements, and we are no, and we know what Drew is 
Dylan next time. I don't know what he's doing right now, but we know what he's talking about next time. I have no idea what either. I'm just he's vibing. <laughs> he's vibing. I mean, it's fine. Look at look at my name on here, and you'll you'll see what fits. I don't this think our true. listeners can look at your name. I was talking we to can. you, Kyle. Well, I never learned how to read. Anyway, <laughs> that is it. You know, that's a plausible lie. All right. Until next time, stay out of the shadows. Beware of dragons. Look up bad dragons. Bye.